The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, new figures released today by uh, Tusla show that the number of parents putting kids out of school for holidays has increased hugely. So, they were about 60 to 65,000 kids put out of school in 2019 pre COVID. 2021, post-COVID, 350,000. I mean, sometimes kind of these uh, uh, stories are guilty of gilding the lily. That is a huge amount of kids. And I have to put my hands up right at the outset here uh, that I'm going to be doing it next week. So our kids finish school next Wednesday. And when their uh, classmates are finishing school, we're going to be in France. So it's just the last day of school. I'm a small-time offender in that regard, but an offender nonetheless. And Sinead O'Moore is a parent and she's the host of the Stretch Marks podcast. And Sinead, you too are an offender. I am an offender. A fellow offender. Of, of more than one day, six days. Oh, you're a much worse six parent days. than me, you see. I know. It's and terrible. That's, but that's where it is. The guilt of that. The feeling that, am I a bad parent for doing this? Or have I given them an opportunity that I couldn't afford in July and August? So you have one child in school, very young, only junior infants, mm. and they missed a few days recently. So so I am new to this, um, am I allowed, am I not allowed situation? I'm used to the creche holidays, which was always May and September. That's when you go. You don't, and I asked a few people as well. It's not just about the cost in the summer. It's also the heat. It's also some of the destinations, some of the availability. I don't want to be somewhere very, very hot with my young children mm. in the middle of August. The cost is a huge element to it massive. though, isn't it, for people? The cost is huge and it's not just a few hundred euro here or there. It's not the decision whether to maybe go for a slightly less length of time. It's so massively prohibitive that it's can I go or can I not go? And when I asked on Instagram, many people took part in some polls that I did as I was coming in here and 95% said if it was a case that they simply couldn't afford any holiday this year, if it had to be in July and August, they would make the decision to take their child out of school. And the, the, the holiday companies and the airline companies, they're very cute because I know some schools who will take slightly shorter midterms here or there so that they get, maybe they've offered parents a week in June, early June, you see this sometimes. And already they've cottoned onto it and prices spike for that week. And that's it. They're looking at the days around the bank holidays as well. So they're just trying to squeeze out the money everywhere they can. And as parents right now, everything is a balancing act. Everything is what can we afford in the whole year? And everything is, is getting more and more expensive. And the decisions sometimes, you know, we're talking about this as though, am I an offender uh, offender of this? Am I a bad parent in this? No, I'm simply just trying to make it all work over the full 12 months. Well, listen, stay with us because uh, Mark Candon is here as well. He is the the principal at St. Lawrence's Senior Boys National School in Dublin. Mark, have you seen this in your own school, an increase in, in parents putting kids out in May and June in particular? Hi, Kieran. Um, yeah, Lawrence of Tools, uh, Senior Boys there in the North Wall. Uh, yeah, Kieran, a couple of points. Yourself and Sinead, I, I've really covered it. I don't know what I'm doing here at all. It's very, very good listening to the two of you there. You're bang on. Now, what I would say to you is, the first thing you said coming on, Kieran, was the COVID numbers. Now, that this has spiked after COVID. But that, to me, makes complete sense. Because let's remember COVID, uh, where you couldn't go out of the house or leave the place or whatever else. And what we did find... Um, like attendance, uh, in the times we were in school during COVID, uh, attendance was appalling. And I think that was across the board. It's very hard to blame people who have their children locked up and themselves locked up uh, when they get the opportunity where restrictions were lifted to take a break. Jesus, we all wanted to take a break. Do you know what I mean? So 
like that was a very specific and particular time. So in relation to those, that spike in holiday-related mm. um, absences, I mean, surely we should be giving the country a pass on that. Just on the COVID one again, I have to say, I would say to you probably the country definitely schools are only now, as we reach the end of this school year, recovering from COVID. And can I give you one example yeah, of that? Go for it. So at my, I, we, we would have whatever it is, five or six board of management meetings a year, okay? And I would report the average daily attendance for the, for the, for the, for the school year at each meeting. So I'd have a meeting at the end of September mm. and have another two months later and so forth and so on. Right. For the first time in my, my time as principal, 23 years, I've seen, usually it starts up at 97% and it drops as the year goes on. Do you know what I mean? This year, for the first time ever, I think it's remarkable. Uh, we started off at 82 or 83%. And at our June meeting, our attendance was up to 91%. So it has steadily climbed okay. right through this school year which is, to me, an indication of a recovery from COVID, a return to a kind of normality which we didn't have available. Does that make sense to you? It does. It's interesting you mentioned COVID because I was listening to Kira Kelly this morning. Now, it was very disconcerting when I found myself in total agreement with Kira in the mornings. But anyway, she, she she, she was making the point and it was COVID related as well. I don't want to kind of relitigate government decisions and public health decisions around COVID but she made the point it's very hard for the state kind of to effectively turn around to, to, to parents up and down the country and say don't worry your kids won't be impacted by us closing the schools for these huge protracted periods of time and then turn around when the schools open and say you shouldn't be taking your kids out for a couple of days to go on holidays Well there you go Look I, I said to your, your researcher it was Hugh earlier on I think this is but I mean the first lockdown yes we didn't know what we were going into we should never close the schools a second time and I think that had a massive impact on everybody particularly young people do you know yeah. what I mean yeah, um, you, had that, you had that leaving certain thing this year with the first paper of maths even a lack of sensitivity in, in you know in, in decision making circles most kids never did a junior cert you do a junior cert and you learn how to do public exams but look I felt they should never have closed for the second COVID I think there was absolute cabin fever among all of us. I think, you know, people, when the kids got back, I mean, I definitely was easy going on it. It was kind of like, yeah, people want mm. to break. People want to try and get back out again. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's well, on that one. Well, well, on, on the general point yeah. here, and I'd say this, the rules are, basically, you're not allowed to take your children out of school to go on holidays. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. So there are the rules. And in the end of the day, I give, I'll give you this side of the argument. Look at Kieran. Your children are only in school for half a day for half a year. If they're infants, it's even less than half a day, right? So your children are in school for five hours and 40 minutes in primary school now for 182 days of the school year. Now, that said, right, were I not a poor teacher like I am? In other words, Sinead made the point, and this is bang on. We have never had a cheap holiday in our lives because every time there's a school holiday, there seems to be a sudden spike in, uh, in, in airfares and other holiday-related yeah. prices. I think schools, one of the things in more recent years you see schools doing is try to put their discretionary days together and, for example, take a, a, me- a week in May or a week in June. 
Yeah. And even watching the prices, I think they're starting to spike as they, well. They are starting to spike. I know a couple of schools who've, who've done that and, and, and parents will tell you a couple of years ago they were getting great prices for that week and, and the airline companies and I said the holiday companies have cottoned on. I don't feel guilty. There's next to nothing being done in school in June, says somebody. Well, I think Mark might disagree with that. I've worked in a primary school, Bon Voyage. Actually, Sinead, on the second half mm. of that, I've worked in a primary school. I'm, uh, we've kind of taken our lead somewhat from other teachers in this who've kind of said to us, oh, don't worry about it. If it's only a couple of days in June, don't don't stress over it. And I really had that when we made the decision to do this and that I felt like, are, are we doing something wrong and how are we going to tell the teachers? And I felt that feeling like a pupil being called into the principal's office, feeling like I had yeah. to justify our actions here. And as soon as we mentioned it, the whole ethos was, enjoy it, have fun, brilliant. If we could do it, we'd do it too. And look, we're responsible enough. She's learning languages while we're out there. We're getting them to say grazie and prego and arrivederci, the whole thing. The swimming came on, the activity came on, the cycling. There was 15 kilometre cycles through Tuscan fields. It was an experience of a lifetime. You can't get that here. And how precious is it to spend time together? And I think the COVID issue that you touched on there, I think it's an even bigger one. We all gained a different perspective. Mm. We all gained a different perspective of what family is and what togetherness is. And just, we work so hard and we're so busy. And I feel as a parent, all I do is tell my children to put their shoes on and to get out the door. How brilliant is it to actually sit down and just be together and fun for a change? Yeah, sounds great. You've assuaged my guilt as well over next Wednesday. Uh, Sinead of Warpaired, host of the Stretch Marks podcast, and Mark Handon, who's principal in St. Lawrence O'Toole's uh, Senior Boys National School. Listen, thanks a million, uh, both of you, for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.